0: Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter. I'm your host, Anne Harrison, and I thank you for coming along with me to talk about Jesus and the writing life. God has given us each a story to share, and your story matters. Welcome back to Inspirational Journeys, everybody. Today, we talked about fantasy, fantasy, Last week, as you're hearing this, but this week we're going to talk about. Last week it was young adult fantasy. This week's going to be middle grade fantasy. King of Realms, the King of Realms series, to be, to be specific, because my guest Britt Asher is has launch is launching her fourth book in her King of Realms middle grade fantasy series. As we're recording this, we are a week from launch day. As you're hearing this, by the time this airs, the book will be already out. So, but I will. I do want to encourage you to get the King of Realms series if you love middle grade fantasy, because we're going to talk about why in just a minute. First of all, welcome to the show, Britt. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for for being my special guest today. So, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: All right, so I'm Brett Asher. I'm, as Anne said, I'm the author of the King of Realms series. Um, it's a middle grade fantasy series that's going to appeal to fans of Fablehaven or Keeper of the Lost Cities, a little more towards that 10 to 14 crowd than the younger crowd. Um, it's about a boy who's trying to find magical relics to save his dying mom, and he finds out that they are keys to unleashing a dangerous monster on the realms, and he has to stop that from happening.
0: Oh, yeah, and, um, he has his friends, too, that, that, that help him out, but first of all, why, what, what, how did you know when you were called to write?
1: Yeah, so, I'm the person who has been writing for as long as she can remember, but, um, I kind of grew out of it as i got older just because people said you couldn't make a living as an author so i went away and kind of went in a different direction for a while and then in 2017 my brother died unexpectedly and i had to stop and think you know life is short tomorrow isn't promised and i had to do a self-assessment If I died tomorrow, would I be satisfied with the life that I'm living today? And my answer was at that time was no. And I realized that it's because I wasn't doing my writing. So I pulled writing back in. I started studying writing really, really hard, got really into it, wrote an entire series that I ended up throwing away, but it made me grow as an author. And now here I am. And I can finally say that I feel alive and I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: What inspired you to write middle grade fantasy?
1: So I I write what I love to read. So middle grade (laughs) fantasy is
0: my favorite
1: genre. Um, It's probably really the only genre I read a lot of. I will dabble in other genres, but I always come back to this. And I love the innocence of it. I love the adventure. I love how it's still very optimistic. You still have that good triumphs over evil type feelings and characters getting to be heroic. I love that. I love to read it. And so that's what I write.
0: Wow. Okay, cool. So, and I like, and I'm writing middle grade speculative fiction. I've tried to dabble in writing mystery. I've tried to dabble in writing Christian thriller. uh, But the research was just too daunting. And I got stuck (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't do it i just i just i hated it i i got to a point where i hated the book and that's when um the lord told me you need to make this a children's book and because i'm a spiritual person that's why i do the speculative fiction part of it so and it and it, it's there's world building but it's fun and yeah and i like to write fantasy because i like to read it i like to read mysteries i like to read other genres eh, with with a few exceptions but I let the people who know how to write those write those. I write what i what I find and find the, find the specialty right, and the research for fantasy or speculative fiction is more fascinating than research for crime fiction. honestly to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i I agree with you on that one. <laughs> So let's talk about your process because I love to hear about the writing process. So did you pants the novel or um the series or did you have an outline? How did that work? So I would say I'm a bit of a hybrid. So ah. with my
1: yes, with my first series, I was a complete pantser and it was very imaginative, but it was confusing. And winding and readers couldn't keep up with where I was going. And so with King of Realms, I added an outline, but it's loose. Like I have major goalposts for the big events that need to happen for each book and for the entire series but I leave room between these goalposts to just pants like crazy and let the characters take over because they do, they, they inevitably take over and do what they want. And sometimes I have to adjust my outline, but then I still have a generally decent idea of where I'm going.
0: Oh, okay. That's nice. So. How many books do you, you plan to write for the series? Yep. So King
1: of Realms is five books. So book four, as you mentioned, is coming out this month. Book five, I just set the release date as December 7th. So I'm getting it in there for Christmas Um, and then the series will be complete. So it'll be done this year.
0: That's a lot. That's that's a quick turnaround, That's a quick release because it's like it takes a while to write fantasy, though. But
1: I actually wrote all of the books last year. And this year has just been all of the editing and getting feedback and making adjustments and prepping for publishing. So they were all ready to go. I'm just spitting them out now.
0: Oh, okay. So you didn't just write and try to edit and spit them out? In a month. No. No. That... <laughs> <laughs> no. And I'm not that fast of a writer myself. So yeah, I, I can understand. Sometimes you have to do the prep work beforehand. Any tips or takeaways you want to share with the listeners so for the writers
1: out there um, my biggest tip is always going to be learn how to take critique and use it to your advantage try not to be insulted by it or like I often do I'll get into a little pit of despair or I'm a horrible writer I can't write yada yada that's not true nobody is a perfect writer Everybody has room to grow, so take the critique, learn from it, and make yourself a better writer.
0: Your next book is going to be better than the last one. Keep moving forward. Oh, I love that, and now I'm going to pick your brain a little bit about about the publishing aspect. What, okay, so I noticed you, I saw, I get your newsletter, of course, because we're fantasy writers. We have to stick together, Um, but I saw where you were putting Kingdom, all your Kingdom Realms series on Kindle Unlimited, uh, but you had it published wide. What, if you don't mind me asking, what made you decide to go KU? Yep. So I was wide for several months and did promos
1: and all of that, like they say to do for the adult books and things like that. And I gained no traction, not a single nibble on any of the sites where I was at. Um, And I tried a lot of different paid promos and things like that. And so I saw that a lot of the more successful middle grade indie authors were all in KU. So I figured I'd give that a try. Uh Um, It was a pain to go from wide to KU. So if you're contemplating, I would suggest starting with KU because Uh a lot of a lot of little stores will not take your books down for months. So that was fun. But getting into KU, I've seen a lot of page reads now, and I'm getting a lot more sales. So I definitely think it helps.
0: See, that's what I was, that's why I'm asking this question, because I haven't seen like tons, but I've gotten 10 children's books, you know, middle grade, indie middle grade books off of KU. And that's where I want to start when I do my book. I want to test the waters with KU because... Uh, yes, there are people that go wide and they may have a crowdfunding project or whatever that, that gets them there but I lb An is a is a um, if you like speculative fiction she is a top and I'm trying to get her on the show too. She is a top a USA Today bestseller um with her Sheena Meyer series and some of her other books and her Sheena Meyer series, all seven of her books are on KU. And that's where it started. And then I've seen a few others that are on KU as well, some even young adult. So that's why I wanted to ask that question, because I wanted to see where, you know, and I know everybody's marketing strategy is different, but I wanted to see what the what the success, what, you know, do some market research. And I appreciate you, you know, being honest with about that. That kind of helps me to that solidifies my decision there. Hey, <laughs> given that, just
1: try it. I do. So, people have said that middle grade readers are not reading on Kindle or things like that. And that might be true. That's still typically true, I think. But what I think might potentially happen, and I've heard this rumor before, is that parents will screen books on KU and then buy paperback and hardcover versions for their kids. And there's no way to prove that this is happening, but there was definitely a increase in my paperback sales when I was getting page reads on KU. And I don't know if those are actually related,
0: but that's what I
1: saw. So.
0: Ah, something else I didn't know. So for you watching and listening, um, if you're publishing middle grade, uh, there's another nugget that you might need. If you listen to this, be sure to bring your journal along because you're going to have these little nuggets like this. So that that's an interesting point too. But I mean, I know the older readers, uh, some, I, I um, I'm not sure about middle grade, but my daughter and my niece, my, my daughter and I share a Kindle Unlimited and my niece and, um, her moms share, you know, they have the Kindle app on their phones, or no, well phone or tablet. So, and that and that you and you can do that too. So, I think the older readers prefer the Kindle to the paperback. Yep, my daughter said my daughter says she likes the paperback. I think she likes to have the paperback, but she likes to read on her phone. <laughs> And I I
1: do think the numbers, the polls are showing that younger readers are going more towards the electronic stuff. I think the majority is still paperback, though, for the middle grade age. So I think it's shifting. But right now, paperback is still king.
0: Yeah, but I like the fact that you can parents can use Kindle Unlimited to screen the book and then buy the paperback later for the kids. I like that. I like that. And I like that your books are clean reads too, because we need more clean reads for kids that age. That's a, one of the things that I was thinking about when I wrote this series is I just wanted to keep
1: it innocent and fun so young kids can read it if they can handle it. This story gets a little complex, but it's not going to have anything dark or dramatic in there. Yeah. To scare parents away. That was very important to me. I, I like the innocent kid stories. So,
0: yeah. And plus, you may have adults that actually like it too. <laughs> Like me, like me. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's me too. Uh, along with other genres. So where can people find you online?
1: Yep. So I have a website, Britasher.com. Otherwise I am on Facebook and
0: Instagram
1: under Brit Asher writes.
0: Nice. So is there anything else you would like to say before we close? Um, if if you
1: pick up my books, I really hope you enjoy them. Um, I write for you guys to have fun and find some, a way to have fun to kill your time. Um, if you're a writer, again, I'm just going to reiterate, don't give up. When you get those discouraging moments, keep going. They're going to happen. They're going to keep happening no matter how many books you publish because there's no such thing as a perfect author so pick yourself up and keep moving forward you only stop growing when you quit so keep going right
0: and i do want to remind you those readers listening out there and the parents who bought the books for the kids if you're if you're checking the books out on on kindle and then buying the paperbacks or if if you have young adult readers who are, are love the middle grade genres or well no kids don't read down they read up sorry but If you like the middle grade genres, don't forget to leave the reviews because reviews help authors, help us authors out there. Those help so much. Please. Yes, I will remind you. So, we challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired. Write something inspiring and share your creation with the world for when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. Thanks for joining us here on Inspirational Journeys. And remember, your story matters. Take care, everybody. I will see you next time. And have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. You've been listening to Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter with your host, Ann Harrison. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit my website at anwritesinspiration.com. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. And follow me on Facebook and Pinterest at Anwrites Inspiration and on Twitter at Anwrites75 for more inspirational content. Thanks for listening and remember, your story matters.